Welcome to MIA 2K, your ticket from Miami to Seoul. We're Kathy and Laura, and we're so happy you could join us today. You probably know us from, just kidding, you don't know us yet. We're just two Miami girls with obsessive fandom tendencies who fell into the inescapable void of Korean entertainment. And we're here to share our insights and spill all the tea only grown fans like us can enjoy. We've done all the research and acclimating so you don't have to. Before we begin, please make sure you're following us wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. And if you love visuals like us, you can watch us on our YouTube channel. We drop episodes with our hot and sunny takes every week. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. It might not be morning time for you, but it is a very morning time for us because we bought tickets to witness the second fan meeting from Stray Kids. And um, we failed a little bit in that mission. We wrongly assumed, based on past concerts and experiences that we've watched, when they happen in Korea, they kind of usually happen around five in the morning here. Yeah. So we're like, okay, see you at four thirty. <laughs> we woke up, and both of us like thought about it at that moment. Like, is it really a five? <laughs> Did we confirm that it was at five? It was not. <laughs> it was at three. Yeah. So we would have been up since three in the morning had we done things right. Yeah. But we were not. Yeah. So we missed half the show. We did. But that's okay. I'm pretty happy with the half that we caught. I'm cool with that. And there's gonna be a video on replay, video on demand. Sorry, VOD, um, March on March fifth, mm -hmm. which Laura's gonna catch because I'll be out of town, and she'll mm -hmm. record it and send it to me on a folder. Just kidding, JYP. We won't record it. That's not what I said at all. <laughs> Forget. I'm really like we're running on one hour of sleep, which is actually very usual for us. Yeah. <laughs> it's not that different. It's but today not. I actually woke up with an alarm instead of before the alarm. I woke up by myself because I forgot to set an alarm, which, again, is very on par with how I am. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, we planned this ahead. Laura yeah. slept over, yeah. and uh, we woke up late, but we still got to catch yeah, we saw the second bit. half of mm -hmm. the Stray Kids Chocolate Factory. Or is it Love Factory? No, it's Chocolate Chocolate Factory. Love Factory seems a bit... Yeah. X-rated there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, which is their second fan meeting that they've had since they uh, debuted. Mm -hmm. And they had a lot of fans there. Yeah. That they... Korean fans, I think, to begin with, are in, into screaming too much, other than, like, the um, fan chants for yeah. the songs. But because of COVID and stuff, they couldn't really scream or anything. So they just had these, like, gigantic fan clappers. Mm -hmm. And... That would not work in Latin America. No. <laughs> or here in Miami. So anyway, Laura and I had been saving our opportunity to talk about Stray Kids for today. We so we have spoken about them briefly before when we shared our biases with you right. in our prior episode. So you know that I am Changbin biased and Laura is Hyunjin biased. And that's just the beginning. The group as a whole are amazing. They're eight members. Mm -hmm. We love them. And we're just going to do a quick speed round, legit 30 minutes, 30 minutes, 30 seconds That's per <laughs> member, not 30 minutes. I'm oh. delirious. Don't pay attention to me. 30 seconds per member to just give you a quick rundown of who they are, their names and why we're obsessed with them. Mm. And that's it. So I'll start mm -hmm. with the leader, Bang Chan. He's a leader. He's an Aussie. He was born in Korea, moved to Australia when he was really young until he was about 13, and then he auditioned, got scouted, and went back to Korea, became a trainee, was a trainee for seven years, 
and is the only and it's the only trainee basically in the history of all of k-pop that was given the reins by the company to form the group himself because he just clearly has the eye and the talent and the knowledge so he put eight other members together now they're eight total because one member left in 2019 and he's incredible he's very talented he's a singer he can rap not a rapper though that's another episode that you will see at another point later on and he's great we are obsessed with him next we have lino he is the second oldest he is a total tsundere person that is hard on the outside very hard on the outside and is just really delicious in his dancing he has great thighs because of his dancing he used to be a backup dancer for bts before he auditioned to become an idol himself and he's out here to destroy all of us and he's dieting very hard right now because he wants a six-pack so we all should be very worried for our lives uh then we have changbin he is one of the main rappers of the group within the there's a subunit within stray kids called three racha which is how the group actually formed and the three of them are the ones that write their lyrics and produce their songs for the most part, so it is composed by the leader Pang Chan, Changbin, and another member that Lara will talk about later named Han. So Changbin is my bias, as I mentioned earlier, which means that he's my favorite in the group. He's a rapper. He's also a little bit hard and just easy to tease, but he's actually a super softy, and he's a genuinely good person and very emotional, and I love him, and he's a Leo, and he's the reason why I am a problem today, so... His tight pants today undid me. Yeah. They just, they were they were too much for me. The next one is Hyunjin, right? In terms of age. He's my bias. He's perfect. He was made for the woman and the gays. He's a great dancer, performer. So the next one is Han. He is part of Three Racha. He's the third member of Three Racha. He's a singer, rapper, all-around perfect idol. Um, he's super talented. He has really big cheeks. Gorgeous cheeks. They call him Face Quokka uh, based on this squirrel type of animal from Australia or from New Zealand, that, that area. And he looks just like them, especially when he eats. Yeah. He's so cute. He's literally, I think, the epitome of what an idol should be in terms of talent. Um, he and can do it all. Mm-hmm, and he's my personal favorite singer, even though he's technically a rapper. His voice, like has a lot of emotion and i like I it. it then after that would be we have felix so felix is an australian as well he actually was born in australia from my understanding and then came to korea later on uh, addition to join the group the group was formed through a reality show where they already kind of had been formed but through the show they had to have drama and tea and whatever so uh both lino and felix got kicked out momentarily by the company owner who is a douchebag and it was just like to be like psych they'll be back they'll be here and it was a big thing because of the aussie bond between bang chan and and felix so felix is great ethereal looks Mm. gorgeous dancer has the voice of a 350 pound six foot seven man but he's a tiny frail little fairy yeah and um cooking like a chef i'm a five-star michelin will forever be one of the best quotes D-line. of our lives. Mm, it's true. Then after that, we get to the two youngest, Sugman, who is the voice of the group. 
he has the best vocal chops, I think you would Absolutely. say. He is described as a puppy and like it makes sense, but also not because he's super sassy and I don't feel like puppies are that sassy. Depends um, on the puppy, I would uh, that's, say. That's true. He's... The breed. <laughs> he, he's... I feel like everybody's like the member's favorite member. Does that make sense? I am as everyone's favorite member. Well, but, but he's a maknae. It's different. Yeah. Um, but he's all around really adorable. Yeah. And then finally the maknae who is adorable, <laughs> but like actually he's, his name is Ian. He is, I think he has so much potential. I think with a couple of years and improvement, He's going to be a force to be reckoned with. Yeah, he's grown a lot. Yeah. And he has way more potential to reach, like a yeah. higher potential to reach. He's still missing a, a little bit of the confidence in someone like Chan has, who was a trainee for freaking seven years. He could have debuted with GOT7. Like, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, Ian is super adorable. He is actually the member's favorite member. Mm -hmm. They're all obsessed with him. And he's the cutest magnate ever. Agreed. He's like a magnate that feels like a magnate, yeah, is a magnate, yeah. and is treated like a magnate, and mm. no one's more magnate than him. No. Maybe Bang Chan when he's five. <laughs> I'm five. <laughs> you look up those clips, please, and enjoy them. So, as we mentioned, we woke up late by mistake. <laughs> so, we only caught the second half of it, but... I think we caught the good, like a good second half because yeah. we were still able to listen to some of our favorite songs. Yeah. So that was kind of nice. It was. I think the obvious ones that we missed at the beginning were Thunderous, Domino, and mm. I think they probably did their newer stuff in the first yeah. half. We don't know how long the variety show segment was, but I would say we missed probably about six, seven, eight songs. Yeah. So we missed quite a bit, but it's okay. We actually got really good songs yeah. in our section, so we're yeah. not mad about it because those are the songs that got us into them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. We, we, and we did catch, like, a tiny bit of the sh little portion with JJ, which yeah. is cute. I love her. We love her. She's such a good MC. Like, yeah. She knows what she's doing. Laura started sending me her content when we were watching uh, another group's marathon of their stuff, and... I really like her. She's yeah. not. She doesn't fit the typical uh, Korean MC woman standard, yeah. and she's so funny. She's so quick, mm. and I love that they gave her that opportunity to MC that event with them because she. I think I, I know she brought a lot to it. Yeah, I agree. The first song that we saw was Double, Double Knot. It was good. It was amazing. They really brought their power with their choreo which mm. we know that they're very powerful performers we loved stray kids from before but seeing them in kingdom last year they definitely earned that win yeah. their performances are so good so good they are explosive they take up, up the whole stage and they are just absolute kings of of being idols and they really do it well the only thing that i would say was a little bit jarring about the second half was i think the songs that they like performed in the second half were a bit of their stronger songs yeah so the the stage decoration or the stage 
how do you say that yeah the set the set what didn't really match so that right. was kind of jarring a little bit they had the chocolate factory set up in yeah. the background so it's like love stay and then it's like oh, yeah you know? and then like yeah they're wearing like the leather outfits and whatever super dark whatever and yeah. then it's all pink <laughs> yeah in the background so that was a little bit weird but that's not something in their control then we also saw well, i already mentioned god's menu mm -hmm. backdoor mm -hmm. and scars mm -hmm. which were the ones that we were looking forward to yeah. there were other there were a couple others that we also saw but those were the highlights for me yeah i we don't have i mean i'll speak for myself i don't have a super in-depth knowledge of stray kids entire discography i've i've listened to most of their songs at one point or another but not like studying and trying to get it so uh, a couple of the songs that we saw today seemed like they were there was a good mix of like going back mm -hmm. a little bit and i didn't know those as well but it was really good to see the performance yeah. side of it so i i i'm not ashamed to say that i love stray kids not so much for their music which sounds a little weird but i i like them for their personality and their talent i their songs are good and when they're good they're really fucking good but they're not they wouldn't be the first ones that i would gravitate towards to um for me they are yeah my yeah. second top musical i mean right now it's very tough competition with 80s for the second spot musically in my heart but i i do i did at the beginning resist them quite a bit because they were very strong on the EDM Liquidora, aka Blender side, but I really like that, and I just had to get past the barriers that I set up for myself that I was not interested in their music, but I really was, and then they became my top for that. Love their personalities as well. So good. They're one of those groups that you can tell they genuinely get along, mm. uh, for the most part, and that uh, I want them to have a long career as a group yeah. because yeah. I think that they make fire music. They're definitely the powerhouse of the fourth gen like i know i know 80s is a really strong contender and i know uh tomorrow by together is too but for me the kings of the fourth gen are straight kids yeah i don't know if korea agrees with us i don't think so i think straight kids is very aware of the things that are said about their music because their music has been called construction music yeah. and they get a lot of hate and a lot of People don't credit them as much for yeah. how good they are. And I think they actively take on those rumors or those misconceptions about them. Yeah. And they turn them into good music, which is yeah. awesome. I, I really love the fact that, you know, they came out with Noisy last year. Yeah, that was great. Which was uh, a slap in the face to anyone that called them construction music makers or whatever. I love that. And the fact that their title single was uh thunderous yeah to just kind of be like yeah bitch i'm loud and yeah. like i i that that album was definitely i my favorite one that they put out it was it had everything yeah that you would ever need from a an album it was really good the b-side songs were great too for me actually i really liked their christmas mini album i actually really really enjoyed it they made a christmas song that has zero christmas vibes and you can listen to all year long they made a winter loneliness song, which I love and I'm really obsessed with right now. It's actually currently stuck in my head. And they made like a very actual Christmassy Christmas song from like the 24th to 25th. 
And I love the way that they always make Stay, which is their fandom name, a part of their music also. One of the songs, so they have a song called Scars that they released originally in Japanese and then they released it in Korean. And today's the first time that I saw the performance for it because usually they're just like sitting on chairs when they sing it. So seeing the song performed is crazy because it has such like strong and like energetic movements for such a like heartfelt yeah, emotional yeah, yeah, song yeah. like that that's Stray Kids and that's that's what I think is their signature yeah. that they will yeah. if they had like a waltz they would go Not, crazy yeah, and it yeah. would be like trap yeah. EDM ultra like yeah. yeah I agree I I also we were watching the show and I don't remember why I said man I I just I really like XO and then Two seconds later, they do the cover of Don't, of Call Me Baby, and it was perfect. I think I, it Laura was everything screams. that I wanted. Laura screaming goes, "Put up the volume!" And I was like, "Okay, calm down." It, it was, was great. So well, as soon as because it's a great song. Like it I, I think is. it actually fits them quite well. It does. And uh, and they had their little jackets uh. to kind of bring their age up a little more and look more serious. Because it, I think they usually stick to like God Seven or other jyp groups so for them to do uh, an exo cover yeah, was actually yeah. like pretty yeah funny crazy yeah. wild i don't know what to say it was so so good hyunjin had kai's part and it was perfect it was perfect it just made it sense. made so much sense it really did i remember when he was emceeing and he had to interview kai he was about to die <laughs> it was the cutest thing ever i mean that's i think for most people that are like dance heavy today yeah. kai sunbae nim is just yeah. it and, and Jamin, of course, but and Jimin, but mostly all of them, but just just because of Kai. Yeah, I think that they stand yeah. out a lot. And I'll say also, it was kind of sad that we uh, got the news earlier in the week that Felix was not going to be dancing today because he has a herniated disc or yeah, I think something wrong with his yeah. back. So he's not in terrible amount of pain with during daily activity. So he was able to be on the stage and stand up, and he was kind of on the side. Like the voice of God, with, which makes sense <laughs> for his voice. It really does. Like his contributions and the camera would just pan to him yeah. with his gravitas of a throat. Yeah, it was great. Uh, and the members kept going to him to like make him feel included yeah. whenever they had like cute. a little bit of a break. But uh, get better, Felix. Be healthy and hope that you're okay by the time that you guys go on tour, which we know will be soon. Yeah. And then we we also saw, saw the Ments at the very end. And it... They spoke for like 45 minutes. It was a little long. It was 45 minutes. Like they went over, well, they went over for 30 minutes of when they were supposed to finish. Yeah. But they spoke for 45 because they started talking like a good 10, 15 minutes before their time was up. Yeah. And it was, it was a lot. It was a lot. I think they had, today was the first time that they had uh, any sort of interactions with their own fandom alone in, for the first time in two years. Because I think the awards that they did in December and stuff, yeah. it was like a mixed fandom audience, yeah. obviously. So it's not just stay. So I think they were just like, they had a concert yesterday. They had one today and they just didn't want to get off the stage. They and they really just kept didn't. talking. Yeah. And yeah, It was cute. Yeah. But it, it got like, because it was like the eight of them would say something and then it would go back to a yeah. start with them. Yeah. And I was like, okay, guys, yeah. wrap it up. And they're like, we don't want to leave. And the problem was, for example, for like 
let's say Changbin. The subtitles were right next to his arms. Oh yeah. <laughs> it was very hard to like focus on what he was saying <laughs> when they were like rolling right on top of the arms and he was doing his little pose where like you can tell he's trying to show off his arms. Yeah. And it's like, bro, for <laughs> someone who, is, who for someone who is Changbin biased and also something to know about me, I love men's arms. Like when I like a guy, his arms are probably one of the first things that I look at. So it was over for me <laughs> right then and there. And definitely was not looking at the subtitles. I have no idea what he said. <laughs> I have no idea what no they idea all what said, said, to be quite honest. The funniest part of the Mets for me was when, so they, all the fans, again, they couldn't scream. Oh, they're live right now. Oh. They're live. It's Chan's, it's Chan's room. Let's see if, one second, if they're all together or if it's just him. So the leader, Bang Chan, actually goes live every single weekend, which is a lot insane no one does that it's him by himself he actually did his live last week as a radio live because he don't want to show his hair so they always like to surprise us for comebacks and stuff but because they showed a new side of the because <laughs> they show us a new side of themselves every literally time. just a dyed hair and a burnt scalp poor <laughs> 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 scalp rip scalp <laughs> yeah so but at, anyway the funniest moment for the months for me was the fans were, I don't know if they're given or if they buy at the beginning of the concert. <laughs> Korean fans don't, again, they don't tend to be over low, overwhelming mm. like la- like Latin American fans that scream and, you know, have my baby and whatever. <laughs> Korean Papito. fans have signs and they're like, marry me. You know, they're cute. So they also had, because of COVID, the restrictions, they can't scream. They had these fans that turn into clappers. So like they could hit really hard and that's how they were Make able to kind noise. of yeah. get feedback to the members. So at some point, Hyunjin, like they, the members themselves got hands on the fans. And Hyunjin goes, wow, this is really hard. Do your hands hurt from clapping? And they go, like all the fans are like, ah, bah, 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 bah. like, yeah, it really hurt. And it was so funny. Lord, and I just died because it was the, ma- the, the masochism of it all from us and them in Korea also. Another highlight of the men's was uh, it wasn't a, it was at the end when they didn't want to get off stage, but they had to get off stage. Somebody had a sign that said, marry me, Han. And Han looks at it, and he's like, no, I'm sorry, my mom's here. <laughs> and it was adorable. Yeah, and they, they really made a point to look at the fans that were all the way in the back yeah. and try to have that connection, connection. with them because it's harder. Yeah. And they took a selfie also, and the fans were quiet, and we were like, Miami could never. Never. Colombia could never. Never. Latin America, nope. Not, nope. Not, we were not born that day. Not it's today. Not that day. So, oh, and Han almost cried also. Oh, my which God. Which broke us both. Because you can tell when an artist is being genuine with their with their tears and with, like, getting choked up and stuff. Like, he tried really... He actually didn't actually cry. Yeah. But he had to stop a couple times because he was like, I'm not trying to yeet my tears here. <laughs> like, he sucked them back in, which is... I am in it total was, awe of his skills. It was very cute. It was super adorable. I just wanted to put him in my pocket and take him everywhere. Yeah. And they all, I guess production also had like a little video for them oh, yeah. where they took quotes from fans of like why they are fans and why they're ca- they call themselves Say. And the members, I think, got all choked up a little bit with yeah. that too. It was very short. It was cute. Yeah, it was cute. It was just enough. Yeah. Unlike the men. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry about it. Yeah. <laughs> The men's, it was, we were tired and we were like, we missed the whole show, but we got 45 minutes worth of men's. So I guess (laughs) that's what we got. (laughs) Yeah. At least we got something. Yeah. Well, at the end of the concert, we got also their, the teaser for their comeback, their next comeback. 
So uh, as usual now, I think it's going to be a thing with a uh, play on words. Like last time, they said no easy. Like it wasn't easy, but it was noisy. Like the amount of noise that they yeah. make because they're loud. And now they, I saw the word ordinary, and I was like, oh, are they going to do a collab with Extraordinary Heroes? But no. So their new comeback and I guess mini album that they're going to drop next is called Ordinary because they're odd. Yeah. And also because they have this uh, concept, I guess, that they did for the teaser where all of them disappeared and they're like w- missing. And the word Odi in Korean is where. So I think it's a play on words, which they're, again, brilliant doing. It's so good. I think it's going to be a part of their discography moving forward because they just. They did it with the Christmas Evil. They did it with the Christmas Evil, too. Oh, of so course, yeah. good. So I think. The fact that they have a native or two native English speakers yeah. in the group is amazing for mm. them to be able to. And the, and the fact that Bang Chan has like such a, I, I don't want to say control, but he really runs yeah. the, the musical shop yeah. with them. So. And he has a brain. He's very, very, very he smart. He does have a brain. I stand, wow. I stand wow. like I'm a Ravenclaw. Wow. In case anybody was wondering how many fandoms I'm part of, it's all of them. So... As a Potterhead, I'm a Ravenclaw, which means I really value intellect. And there's nothing I like more than a clever joke or an insult that you can't even tell it's an insult. Oh, my God. It's it's just it's a turn on for me. Legit. Like, I just I just admire it so much. It's something that I would like to acquire. And the way that Bang Chan in real time manages to answer people in the most elegant, sophisticated way where he makes his point. And also makes him look bad from just not being as good as he is. And just like a simple example would be like somebody said his nose was big and alive. And he's like, yeah, yeah, my nose is big. My nose. Yeah, totally. I have a big nose. You know what else is big? And he looks down and he goes, my feet. But it was just the way that he looked down and we all know what he was actually talking about. So anyway, their next comeback, Ordinary, is going to come out March 18th. The teaser is great. So please... Look out with us for that because we'll be very excited waiting very. for whatever they're going to drop. We know it's going to be great. And I think that basically about wraps yeah. up for us. So. Thank you. Thank you so much for watching us be a mess and delirious because we haven't slept as usually happens with us. But today is worse than usual. Anyway, we hope you enjoy. We hope you stand straight kids with us. Mm-hmm. We are we consider ourselves stay. Laura uh, makes a lot of shirts. That she, she loves to make shirts for concerts and stuff like that. But now that we have so many groups that we stand, we also want to have something to wear when we talk about them. So she made these gorgeous shirts for us today uh, with the Stray Kids logo, which is SKZ and a circle. And then our MIA2K in the bottom. So And she made it also to our color preference because the yeah. Stray Kids colors are black, red, and white. Mm. But she made one mine with rose gold because she loves me. So we love that for us. And yeah, just like a final note, Laura and I have had conversations about, because we stand so many groups and we follow so many groups that maybe we don't stand, how do we know that we're part of a fandom? Mm-hmm. And I think for us, at least for me, if I'm willing to spend money on them, I'm a fan. And I consider myself part of, part of the fandom. So we have spent money on them. We have spent a lot of times and a lot of views. Like the, the amount of views that Laura has given to the Hyunjin psycho a fan cam, I think, are <laughs> it's a problem. <laughs> enough to cover for like the whole year. Yeah. So 
we really, really, really do like them. So we do consider ourselves to be stays. Mm. And we have albums. And we have cards. albums. We now have the light sticks that we mm. just acquired. And we opened them yesterday. And we're going to do a, an unboxing video mm. for you guys. So, yeah, we really like this group. This is a group to watch. For sure. They're going to do great things this year and moving forward. And I'm really looking forward to it. Same. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the MIA2K podcast. We have lots of great content coming up ahead. So please don't forget to follow and subscribe to our show on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And if you enjoyed our episodes, please rate us five stars. And for the real-time tea, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Facebook by searching for at MIA2K Podcast. Dale! Bye!